did? Very good. Thank you. Um, listener, just before you joined us. Oh, you're recording. Uh, sure. Badass. Um, I made up a little a little jingle that went like, okie dokie. And Molly said, very good. Very you, good work, what I just did. You even brought um, more rugged authenticity to the vocal on mm-hmm. the second go around. It felt oh. a little too polished oh, the wow. first time. Okay. Well, thank you for I that like, note. Yeah. No, there was, there was emotion. Yeah. That's what... You know, mm-hmm. like many of the great vocalists. Yes. As you were first and foremost a vocalist. I'm first and foremost a vocalist. Yeah. Like part of that Adele triple threat. And Lady Gaga. Who is in your triple threat? It was you. It was me, Kira Knightley, and Amy <laughs> Rossum. Yep. The girls are back in town. <laughs> we can each do one thing <laughs> at, at any a time. given time. You're the singer this week. I guess so. What's Amy Rossum up to? It's not acting. All right. Well, but you said she's good on she's that prob- show you watched. Yeah, she's good on Shameless, actually. Shameless, okay. Yeah. I bet Keira Knightley could, Knightley could dance. She has no choice. It's her rotation to dance this week. It is, yeah. She was in that Nutcracker movie that came out a few years ago, like the Nutcracker in the Four Realms or something. I completely forgot about that. I did, too. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, we should watch that. Yeah. Is it a period piece? Sure. If I we think want the Nutcracker it. canonically is. I think that we should do that. That seems like a very fun Christmassy type of a beat. I'm into it. And I bet it would be trippy as hell. So yeah, let's oh, do totally. it. Imagine trying to talk about that after the gummy hits. Oh, right now you're hearing us before the gummy hits. Oh my hit. god, do we sound professorial at this point? Because <laughs> our vocabulary just incredible. It's um, you're gonna hear a point like 30 minutes from now where it's gonna go. Uh, yeah, it, this <laughs> the flowers for Algernon. <laughs> They'll be arriving post haste. <laughs> delivery trucks on its yeah. way, babe. Oh, One eight hundred flowers delivery for a couple of Algernons up here. <laughs> oh God! Before we start talking about the movie we watched this or the TV show we watched this week, yeah. which by the way, folks, we called an audible <laughs> fake out. Fake out. We said we were going to do Christmas at Downton. <laughs> Partly, listen, I misremembered mm. the plot of that episode. In my mind, I was like, oh, that's the one where Mary and what's-his-face, Dan Stevens, get together officially for good. It's very romantic. They get engaged. There's a lot. Sea of Troubles, though. Yeah. Rest of the plot point on that episode, Who boy. A sea of troubles. Sea of troubles. Very, very sad um, things happen in that episode. And they set up the, the uh, plot that results in the death of a beloved character. So... Anyways, glad that you accidentally forgot to watch it because... Yeah, um, dude, <laughs> my foolish ass. Foolish. I had two weeks. Yeah. And I thought, today I'll watch it. I'll well, just, like, carve out some time today to watch it. I also thought it was, like, at max going to be an hour, and it was, like, a full hour and a half. And it's I was a like, feature-length film, Good Bob. lord. It's not is... that I didn't have the time. For no clear reason, I made a disgusting card. A Christmas card. <laughs> it was very hilarious to me. Thank you. What was your process on that? Like... Uh, Did you draw iteration? Hand, you hand drawed it. Yes. So I drew the Grinch hand. I practiced it a few times, mm-hmm. and then I drew it and outlined it. Added some like furry detail, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then exactto'd that out. Mm-hmm. And then exacted the pieces of his sleeve out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as for the testes, so this Christmas card I made. <laughs> It visited me in a dream, and I don't know why, but it's a Grinch hand. It's your destiny. And instead of holding an ornament, he's holding just a full adult male pair of testes. It's very goofy. It's stupid looking. I feel that it would be... But it actually is one of the higher quality crafts that I've churned out. I think that it would be a hit if you screen printed that onto a mug or something for the male tears crowd. 
you know, for the people that are like misandrist for fun. Is that the crowd I want, though? No, it's not. But if they have money, their money spends just as they good do. as anybody else. That's what I'm saying. You know what? You're finally talking my language. <laughs> right. You right. Yeah. Yeah. People will spend money on all manner of things. God, and if, yeah, if you have the money to spend on that kind of mug, then I can probably upcharge a little bit, too. Sure. For sure. Okay, so coming soon on Etsy, $15. Yeah. The Grinch holding a pair of balls. The Grinch holding a pair of balls. Does It, it needs to say something mean, but like kind of um so, kind of susical would be funny i he, feel yeah but it's got to be like a really um dumb joke yeah yeah, yeah. like ted cruz <laughs> i was just gonna say that that's it <laughs> that's the whole mug that's the joke you know what <laughs> ted cruz there you go yeah that's not mean well his face is somewhat just sort of mean yeah that was god's joke yeah, that's, that's the joke, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, what have you been up to? Girl, oh, this is out of order. You go first. Okay. You so always well, go I first. I kind of thought it would be interesting to uh, I'm, well, I'm happy turn to... tables, but it seems that, ups, that upset you. How the turntables. Yes. Uh, what have I been up to? Thank you for asking. I will be brief on this because you were there for most of it. I was, yeah. Um, yeah, we had Thanksgiving. It was great. It was great. Mediterranean Thanksgiving. Delicious. I really Still got some of that feta pasta downstairs. So do I. like to go home with it. I, I might. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to come together. It was delicious. It was, it, some things felt last minute to me on yeah. my personal experience of it. Yeah. But it turned out great. It did. Yeah. That couscous Parker made. It was, it was really good. Brother. It was dumb. The, everyone made good stuff. Your, your hummus. Yeah. The hummus, I feel like I could iterate on, but it was, it was a good first start. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. And then mom's macaroni. Girl, what did she do different this year? Girl, she put her whole did foot. Did she get a different cheese? I don't, she said she used like three or four different kinds of cheeses. This is the macaroni that we, replicate it. that our Delta-aided, zooted asses talked about. Molly specifically, really. Yeah, you know definitely. what was great? If you mom's have macaroni. a matriarch from the deep south, you've had this macaroni. Oh yeah, baked in a pan. Yeah. Yeah. They um, all have slightly different ways. Mom doesn't make a roux, I don't think. Girl, she doesn't know what a roux is. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. No, I love she's her. like, I don't, I don't cook, mm-hmm. actually. But she, uh, boy, she put a lot of cheese in it. She also made that great casserole. Dog, that also had, that tasted like childhood. Oh, God, I can't, I can't tell you so that good. I've had an experience where it hit that same note in many yeah. years. And these, yeah. they were both fantastic. Unbelievable. Um, we ticked off a dream of ours, which was uh, taking some gummies with dad. Yeah, that was that was lit. We offered to watch the wall, and he seemed very touched. <laughs> um, yeah, he it was very cute. He was like, you know what else I've always wanted to do? Is that whole thing <laughs> with Allison. What was it? No. No, it's um, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. And uh, what is the album? Is it the... It's, it's Dark the Side wall. of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. Um, anyway, we did that. It was fun. Um... I've been reading The Name of the Wind. I'm making great progress That there. book is a paperweight. It's yeah. A, it's a book stop or a door stopper. Yeah, it's like 650 pages. My word. And then I, I'm on like, I'm past page 400. Oh, boy. I'm probably closer to, to 500. Um, is it well written? Like it's keeping you yeah, pushing? Yeah, Okay. It's good. Um, yeah, actually, you know what? I would say it's better than good. It's like well written. Yeah. And I think my expectation with the fantasy genre is like, I don't know. Yeah. It might be bad. That's why, yeah. I guess I, I, I guess like any other genre, there's probably people who are really, really good and really, really bad, but mm-hmm. it's just such a... Such like, a saturated genre. It is. It's very saturated, but it's also something that's very opaque to me because I really have not engaged with it much. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what I don't know. I mean, I'm happy to to filter through and just send my recommendations on. Yeah. So far, I'm really liking this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think Harry Potter is the only like fantasy type thing I've ever read. I think I'm going to reread those because yeah. Craig and I have been watching them, and I'm having this just like visceral memory of like, oh my gosh, the way the hooks that mm. those books mm-hmm. got into me. Yes, and you didn't finish the last what two? Yeah. <clears throat> those I are those are really good. Well, they also quite paperweighty. Yes, they are very, they're very wasn't heavy. Wasn't the last one? It's like seven hundred pages or something. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But it's quick. Like it, you know. Well, and there's you just cannot about the put it down. Smell of those yes. books too. And I like kind of like it a smell. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they were like the typeset. It really is like a million different details that made Harry Potter. Pop. Yes, the little stars on the page numbers. Yeah, <laughs> very uh-huh. cute. Very cute. The tiny illustrations, which mm-hmm. I think is helpful in like. Yeah. guiding you towards some of these concepts because I struggle with that with fantasy sometimes yes. is like I think I actually do best if I can watch an episode yes. or a first movie and then read the rest of the books right um <clears throat> because so you it, can like imagine what they're just like talking about right and there's no there's no on-screen um uh adopt adaptation of this yet name of the wind yet. yeah yeah Manuel. Is he doing it? He's circling around. I don't think he's going to be in it. Oh, no. No, he's definitely going to be in it, but he's going to be, like, a small character. I bet bet he'll cast himself as... Oh, my God, these orcs are in the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whoa. Thanks. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. He's going to somehow cast himself as the... Like a romantic supporting character opposite, like, a, you know, 22-year-old. Mm-hmm. Who's... Like, 18, but the, but 18 notches gonna, hotter than him. He's going to do it in a cool way that we don't have to criticize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. He somehow completely escaped the conversation of casting Philippa Sue as his romantic counterpart. And she was, like, yeah. truly fresh out of high school, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. again, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but I just, if we're going to play by those rules... Right. Lin-Manuel. Right. Yeah. I mean... She is an incredibly talented vocalist. However, there they had to be her in the dustiest <clears throat> wigs for Dope Sick. Oh, she's in Dope Sick? Yes. I didn't realize she was acting acting. She, speaking of um, not parallel, or not, whatever, uneven romantic pairings. Right. She's paired opposite Will McCormick, the eyebrow guy. Philippa, Miss Girl, um, <laughs> she plays a... Uh, like I feel that we need cotton rep. We who need is to talk about terrible. your. You need to expect better. I agree because she's not just a pretty lady; she's an extraordinarily pretty lady. Right? You know, Will McCormick from from Midsummer. Yeah. Okay. Somebody on Twitter, some like I don't know, eighteen year old little twerp, took two pictures of him. Wait, one from a couple sorry. years ago and one from recently and said, this is the definition of aging like a fine wine. And people were like, he's like 26. Like, I what do you mean aging? I don't name, actually. It's Will Poulter. Will Poulter. Yes. Will McCormick is a British actor who's in something else. Okay. Oh, um, I thought it was like, <clears throat> you got Will from Will and Grace played by Eric McCormick's name. I, I don't think about Eric McCormick that much. Well, you should, maybe. But I will now. I'll probably have a dream about him tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna tell you I can I can see this picture of Will Poulter taken recently and I can say like he's not an ugly man no. when his face doesn't isn't doing certain things. And yeah, I think that if he were like my friend's <clears throat> boyfriend, I'd be like, Oh, he's cute enough. Yeah. yeah. But 
his but face does things. He's menacing. He's menacing. Yeah. That's the eyebrows. Eyebrow. Yeah. He can't help that. He can't help it. But, um, yeah. That's and why he gets cast to play those kinds of characters. Like, you know, little piss-ons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, apart from that, only other update was we had our sixth anniversary yesterday. That's right. Craig and I went to Juliet. Was it? I've still never been there. Dog. It was great. so good. Yeah, I had the spicy rigatoni with Ooh. a side of burnt broccoli. Oh, and Craig, burnt. Oh, yes, that's how I like honey. my broccoli. Our waiter looked exactly like Kevin J. Garcia. Like, eerily. J? Is that their middle name? Yeah. Am I wrong? Kevin Garcia? Yeah. What's Panama, their middle Panama. name? I don't know. I don't know. J. <laughs> I guess I'd be, yeah, I've just never... Justice. <laughs> Probably. Um, well, that's great. So, yeah. So a beautiful waiter. <clears throat> very, very beautiful. Not quite the same charm. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I guess Craig that's called Kevin a- Miguel Mar- Garcia. Are you right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. maybe you're right. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, Craig called ahead about the red 40 allergy and the waiter Aww. made like a show of it. He was like, he was like, and I checked and the, this sorbet and that sorbet have it. And I was like, don't you worry your pretty little ass. I'm going to order the tiramisu. I was like, don't. Yeah. I'm not ordering sorbet. Right. What, was I born yesterday? God, seriously. I'm not paying for that. No. But then he like, you know, asked about red 40 allergy and like, you know, his brother also had some weird food dye allergy. And then he moves to the table next to us, these Gen Z kids that I've been roasting. And he looks at one of them and is like, and I checked and there's no red 40 in this or that. And I was like, whoa, how does how does that happen for you for two of your tables at the same time? That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if, I mean, that being said, it is a pretty common allergen, I think. Yeah. And I I wonder if it's becoming more common because it's used so very much like the dose, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like easy to overdose your way into it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, that's another one of those things that I think is like only legal here. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah. And like for what? Like why? It's cheaper than like beet dye or anything like that. Yeah. But like it poison. Yeah, it's poison to people. <clears throat> yeah, so whatever. Yeah. Um, makes my beautiful complexion go sour. Mm, no, what's gone sour? <laughs> what's gone sour? And it makes my fingers swell like sausages. Oh, very, very fun, very, very exciting cute, for you. Very cute. Anyway, how are you, girl? I am doing okay. Uh, first day back at work today after a week off um, with the kids, and uh, my brain was like a scrambled egg like the whole day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, got a girl gotta focus gotta focus but then I was also like it's Cyber Monday I gotta get my Christmas cards ordered you have to get your deals yeah I gotta get my really the only thing I was looking for was my Christmas cards and then I ordered part of dad's gift today I've been looking all over the internet for something very specific that I want for mom but I cannot find it we're gonna I cannot talk find about this it. off mic because I have no idea what to get her. Very irritating. Yeah, there was there's only one thing that she's told me that I was like, okay, got it. I can order that. And then I haven't been able to find what I'm looking huh. for. It's very annoying. Um, Mom is increasingly hard to shop for. She's a difficult lady. Because the thing is, she just sort of just rich bitch gets whatever she wants. <laughs> right. She sees it. She wants it. She got it. You yeah. Know? And exactly. That's, that's it. So, um, which I, I feel increasingly is also true of me. Like, yeah, no, I know. That's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Christmas. I don't know. I don't know. Sort of midwinter holiday. <laughs> I try to get something for the people around me. <laughs> right. Because like Parker and I were saying like the thing that is when you think of like a, a gift level tier dollar amount, it's like if there was something I wanted in that dollar amount, I simply buy it for myself. Right. So yeah, I need Christmas to stop doesn't doing that. scale to adulthood because when you were a kid, you're like, you oh my God, a hundred dollars and save. Right. So 
now it's like, unless you're going to give me a $10,000 gift. Right. Don't talk to me. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to adapt one of those, like, um, is it, there's some country where people give each other books. I think that's a beautiful idea. Right. Yeah, I feel like I see that on, like, Instagram every year. People are like, in this country? Maybe it's, like, Denmark. People oh give God. each other books, and then they, after their Christmas feast, they retire to their various places in the home and just read all night. And I'm like... The absolute softest people on the planet are always, like... Like, they'll, they'll read one fact about, like, a northern European country and be like, sounds like bliss. And they, like, don't know about all the shit that sucks ass bliss. there. <laughs> Just because you hate Oklahoma. Like, I'm sorry. Right. There's other states in the United States that would perhaps suit you better. You don't right. need to move to Denmark where they're going to hate your ass. Just to read a book at Christmas you could time. do that right here. You in could. Shawnee, Oklahoma. You sure can. Wow, Shawnee. I don't know where that came from. I think it's a real place. I know it is. And there's somebody, some listener, we don't know. She just got her ass collected. <laughs> <laughs> some little cottagecore bitch. In Shawnee, and Oklahoma. Shawnee. Tune in to hear her favorite two dumbasses talk about Outlander. And she Sounds got like her ass please. cosmically collected. Did we even say we, were, we watched Outlander? I don't even think we did. We watched Outlander. The first episode. That's yeah. what we're talking about today. And our justification for is it Christmassy was, well, it's set in Scotland. And then so the very first episode, they bounced Halloween. my ass and they were like, it's Halloween. It's Scotland, dumbass. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's all part of the Q4. I just do feel that the veil is thinner for the entirety of Q4. Agreed. It's darker yeah. earlier. Um, but other than uh, today being Cyber Monday, Parker and I went to San Antonio this weekend. We left the kids mm. with my parents after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Woke up early-ish on Friday and, like, hit the road. And, like, Marigold was making a really big show of, like, being clingy to us all morning before we left. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to get so ugly. We snuck out one by one. <clears throat> I texted Mom five minutes later. She goes, not a single tear. <laughs> she was just... She's acting. I was bored. I was bored, so I decided to ruin lunch. And they were like, they had a great time with Nana and Papa. Like, did not. I mean, they barely missed us. Yeah. Matilda drew, like, a bunch of pictures. It was so Aww. cute. Um... But yeah, we stayed at the Havana, Hotel Havana. How was it? It was really cool. The room we were in, so mom and dad had a two-story room when they stayed there. Yeah. Like a suite? We didn't do that. We didn't either. I'm, I was lucky to be able to afford an on evening. Yeah, we had a king-size bed, and it was like the top floor. It might be the same room you stayed in. Um, yeah. But it was, was it like, near the balcony? Yes. It was yeah, like right next the same to the room. bed. 37. Room 37. Yeah. Um, I think I have a photo of me in front of it. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. Um, those robes, rub. They're Dude, so soft. They're so well washed. They're I'm like, really good robes. That Now I want one. But like, so the one in the hotel here, the tie, the belt tie wasn't attached to the robe. Yours is though, right? Mine is sewn to the robe, which I okay. think is... I think that's neato. Great. And it should be. Honestly, I might just start... Collecting, collecting them. I really like the Magdalena one. Yeah, the Magdalena yeah, one's pretty. The, I really liked the Havana one. I was the surprised. Havana one is great. Yeah, it's yeah. really pretty. But I also love your San Jose in both colorways. I didn't know there were two colorways. There's pink and there's blue. Well, I'm glad I got the pink one. But I know, but the blue is really pretty too. Um, God, what a cool thing! It's a very to cool make concept. your thing. Yeah. You know. Anyways, um, and so we uh, we just kind of kicked around San Antonio. We went to the Pearl District. And um, did you go into Emma? We did not. I didn't even see it. That's surprising. Yeah. Um, okay. We ate at the food hall and then hauled ass to go see uh, Eternals. Girl, how did you get your ass talked into seeing that? Because I'm nice. That looks. I. It was bad. It looked. 
exceedingly terrible. It was bad. Um, I hadn't seen anything about it before we went to go see it. Um, <clears throat> I knew that Jimma Chan was in it, and I was like, oh, I like Jimma Chan. <clears throat> and it had, you know, uh, Rob Stark. What's his name? Um, and Jon Snow. Yeah, I it, saw that. That's funny that they cast them together. And the thing about uh, Kit Harrington is uh, he's a not that good of an actor. Mm, and yeah. B, same, same with the guy that played Rob Stark. I feel like both of them, getting cast on Game of Thrones was probably like... Sort of a fluke type was situation. A like, yeah, Kit Harrington was good at playing pretty. Jon Snow, but like I don't think he's good at playing anything other than Jon Snow. I, and, don't, I think he was barely good at being Jon Snow, yeah. if I'm being honest with true, you. True, true. I, I felt... Um, Maybe it was more the writing than it was him acting it. Yes, that was a very well-written show, but he couldn't even, like, his beard always seemed sort of patchy. He seemed a little bit younger than he should be, yeah. always. Yeah, so anyways, it, his, I was just saying, like, I feel like both of these men are still writing their Game of Thrones casting, and so they're like, I'm going to be in this Marvel franchise, but I'm not actually sure that they will end up making a second one of those, because it was... Oh, I bet. It was so weird. You can't, you can't drop a whole new kind mm. of thing on everyone after that. Yeah. And but I, also, people are exhausted. I'm so tired of Marvel movies. The, a part of the reason I agreed to go to the movies was because I was like, it's really, like, overcast and yucky sure. outside today. And we'd also been to the McNay Art Museum in the morning. Mm-hmm. Have you been to that one? I actually haven't. It's very cool. The woman that um, it's named after was a kooky, one of those classic kooky Texas old yes, ladies. She's type. actually from Kansas, but... Um, her dad was a doctor. She was the only child um, in this family. And then her dad found oil on his property. So whoops, they got really rich. That's how everyone got rich. And she... It was a whoops-a-doodle oil moment. Whoops-a-doodle. In terms of wealth creation. (laughs) At 33, she married a 23-year-old man. Get it. Uh, they both lied on their marriage certificate and said that their birthdays... Or they were 28 years old, which our great-grandparents did this. Papa's parents. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I don't know if they lied on their certificate, but they, like, initially lied to each other because Papa Clyde was, like, I don't know, 21, and Grandma Thomas was, like, 28, so she lied and was like, I'm 24, and he was like, wow, me too, and neither of them were. Whoa, being a married 28-year-old back then. I know, I know. She's lucky she found him. I know. (laughs) So, um, anyways, but, so this woman married this guy, he died a year later, um, while stationed, he was like supposed to go over for World War One, but he was like, um, <laughs> go over for World go War Go overseas, one. you know. Yeah, but he go clock in for some World War One. Clock in, but he died of the flu, the Spanish flu, before oh, he could wow. even go. So they were married for like times. Yeah, troubling. They were married for like a year, and his last name was McNay. And then she had three other husbands, but like. Were their last names like Bumpus, Crumpus, and Dumble? No, she like took the second guy's last name, and then when they got divorced, she was like, "Go back to McNay." And it's so, a good last name. It is a good last name. So she, yeah, she named this property like this. This museum is what used to be her house, and then they added on like an extra building. But the house was like tight. Like it's like it's very like Spanish colonial okay. type of a style. Um, it's got this beautiful like courtyard. Oh, it's dreamy. Um, it was a cool like I oh God, I love going to art museums. It's just it's Shit just rips. fun. This is like a really small one, but I was like this is pleasant. This is oh, a good yeah. way to spend the morning, you know? And yeah, and then we ended up eating dinner at this place called La Fonda on Maine. Okay. And uh had some really good sweet potato enchiladas. It was great. There's good food there now. There's really good food. I mean, there's always been good food, but there's right. like yeah, 
beyond the scope of really good Mexican food. Oh. There's like a wider culinary tradition than I expected. I was about to beat your brother-in-law's tukus. What did he do? Like, hypothetically. So, one thing that's, like, when Parker Violence and I, isn't funny, so just <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically. So, like, when we are traveling on, like, a long trip, like, a big trip overseas, you know how Sherman's, when we are on a trip to, like, the UK or whatever, our butts are up and out of bed, we gotta go. Yeah. We're not wasting the day. So, I'm very into that. But if I'm, like, on a staycay, I'm just in San Antonio. Like, right. This is the rush? This is not Paris. You can afford to come back next weekend. Right. Exactly. Like, we're just, I just want to relax. I want to sleep in. So, I couldn't fall asleep Friday night because I was like, this building is really old. Is it haunted? Could it be haunted? What would I do if I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a ghoulie? Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of followed that sort of thread, which was not a very fun way to try to go to sleep on Friday night. So, I was like, Parker, wait. I, like, hear him at, like, 8 o'clock. And I was like... Oh, he's just, like, going up, getting up and going to the bathroom. It turns out he's been awake for, like, an hour and just, like, looking for something to eat for breakfast, like, looking on his phone. And so I told him, I was like, the next time that we take, like, a little two to three days away mm-hmm. where I want to sleep in, we need to get you, like, a muffin or something the night before. Oh, good thinking. They're, they because, have snacks in that. Yes. He should have just eaten because something from that little snack. Because he is always like, let's get up. Let's go. You know, I wanna, I, I'm too hungry. He wakes up hungry every morning, like, ready wow. to eat breakfast. And so he picked a place before I was, like, alert. Like, I was like, oh, let's go somewhere cute, like, picturesque for a brunch, you know? I want to have, like, a nice leisurely brunch. We don't have anywhere we have to be. We're just going to go to the McNay. It's not timed entry. We can just go whatever time. <laughs> um, no. We, he picks this place. He's, like, says they've got really good breakfast tacos. And I was, like, okay. And we get to this place. It is, like, total hole in the wall. And all their all their tacos, like, the ones that are, like, not meaty are, like, refried beans. And so I asked, like, hey, are your refried beans made with, like, lard or bacon fat? And they were, like, yeah, they're made with bacon fat. Why? And I was, like, cool. Yeah, pilot, great. She's, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I will get the egg and pancake platter. Like, um, and it was just, like, really, like, not a cute place what, and what, I was there's like, something broken in men that they don't know what we mean by an acceptable travel like, breakfast Parker I wanted ambiance and he was like oh I just kind of thought like you know good we're in San Antonio we gotta get good breakfast tacos just and I was like blast ass all day <laughs> I was like I think you could probably find a place to get good breakfast tacos that's cuter Right. Not, not like there's no paucity of right. good breakfast tacos like in San Antonio. Why is this the place you chose? It was very, very weird. Parker, and I was annoyed. I think at his core was meant to sort of till some land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that he wakes up hungry is hilarious. It's to so, me. so funny. Like, oh my god. I, I remember we were like, I think newlyweds when the um Batman movie with Bane came out. Yeah. And he was, like, for, like, a week, you know, like, everyone else in the world was having <laughs> fun voice. doing it in pain voice. Yeah, if you've been with a straight man, <laughs> chances are you've heard an attempt at a pain voice. <laughs> so, sort of also a Borat kind of thing. Exactly. Very, my life. Very nice. So, I remember waking up one morning, <laughs> and he was like, I'm so hungry. Oh, my God, I'm just going to destroy a plate of, I will be breakfast reckoning. <laughs> and I was like, Parker, what the hell? Dude, this is what I say when I'm telling you, like, I love men. They're so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's also the kind of shit Craig would say. It was very funny to me. I, like, I still laugh about it, obviously. Like, because oh, I'm like, 
and we still say it every once in a while when he's like really hungry and he's like ready to tackle it. I will be breakfast reckoning. Have I told you that Greg and I have to stay full inside joke now based off of the a weird dream I had? No, it was ago. your weird dream. I had this dream that I went through this like the Bryan Texas H E B, and in the back parking lot was a cryptid um, petting zoo. Okay, and <laughs> so to they had baby big feet. but to access them you sort of go to this fenced in area and you had to climb like a lifeguard chair and then you just sort of wait (laughs) and then this like I don't know it was definitely Bigfoot but he was like four feet tall oh that's cute (laughs) came out climbed my ladder sat on my lap and I was like what (laughs) and he looks at me and goes I'm so comfortable right now (laughs) and I told Craig about it the last the next day and we both laughed about it but I was like this actually feels like hope he was probably on top of me, yes. but was telepathically trying to communicate in my dreams. Aww. And the one thing he wanted to get through was, I'm, I'm so, so comfortable, comfortable right now. Oh, that's so cute. But like, Craig and I will just say that as an excuse to I'm not so do things. I'm so comfortable, comfortable right now. Right now. <laughs> do you know, you were, I remember one time we were at Vox like 10 years ago and there was like a toddler that like kept grabbing all of the little kid chairs and like making a little fort for herself. And you went <laughs> in this goofy voice, I deserve ultimate comfort. <laughs> And I think about that all the time, too. It's just, like, yeah, that's, like, our family ability to make an absurd, stupid phrase, like, stick for 30 years. <laughs> what was that when we were talking about? Critical socks. Critical socks. And then we were also talking about, we want you to, Robert. Yeah. It's, like, very goofy, very goofy things, this. I don't know how to explain to you, like, how A becomes B, like, why this phrase means that. Yeah, don't but know. But it just does. It just does. Uh, I'm sure every family has their own things, but those are ours. I want you to, Robert. Um, honestly, I feel that you got the same pants to get glad in. Is <laughs> that's a classic? Utilitarian. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a great one, man. Who, man? Should we talk about Outlander? Yeah, we're gonna have to power through before our last two brain cells go away. Yeah. Um, so, uh, first episode. If you've never seen Outlander, uh, we we follow Frank and Claire Beecham. Yeah. Goofiest pronunciation like of Beauchamp that I've ever seen in my entire life. Tobias Menzies. Yes. Tobias. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say it that way. You hit that a specific yeah. way. Tobias Menzies. That man's a good actor. He's a great actor. I've never seen I've never seen someone's face wrinkle in that fashion. <laughs> it's very unusual. It is either like pattern. like one skinny little dimple. Yeah. Or like a weird long line down his cheek. It looks like matching scars. <laughs> it does. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. He's he's one of the most British looking men too. That's I it's, feel it's the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that sort of like his eyes are a little bit close he looks together. Like his teeth have been clenched his entire life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. His strong That's jaw. What I think of you, British. <laughs> a strong sort of a angry jaw. Yeah. Um. What's the girl that plays Claire's name? Katrina Balfe. She's very pretty. She is a true stunner. Yeah. Um, you'll find that you're going to see a lot of her boobies, but situation. <laughs> Good on for the you, show. Katrina. That girl. What a body, yaddy, yaddy. She loved to be naked. <laughs> Cute little hard body on that one. <laughs> no, she's got a. <laughs> okay, well, at one point, Jamie's like, you've got the roundest rear I've ever seen. You know how he sounds like mm-hmm. groundskeeper, Willie? Yeah, of course. Which I'm like, look, I, there's a lot of things I can say about Ms. Girl, but... Roundest? I don't know. Maybe times was hard in Scotland. <laughs> Maybe you need to see me first. <laughs> right, okay. Jamie, okay. can I interest you in some of this? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, but she's beautiful. I just realized this past week that she's Irish. Oh, 
Yeah, Katrina spelled that way. Katrina, yes. right? Extra vowels. Very yeah. Irish, this. Very pretty. But she was in a movie called Belfast that came out recently with Jamie Dornan, which confused me because if I don't have my glasses on, Jamie Dornan kind of looks like Sam Hewen. He does. Who plays Jamie Fraser. Jamie Dornan, he's Irish. He's Irish. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so... They're on a second honeymoon mm-hmm. uh, because they in were... In Inverness. Yeah, in the Highlands of Scotland. They were separated for most of World War II, mm-hmm. um, and they're reconnecting and maybe try to start a family. What a clever uh, setting starting point, I feel. Um, the way that you would imagine the cleverness that go- went into thinking of Outlander versus the actual process that led to <laughs> Outlander... We'll crack your shit up. Oh, no. No, I mean, it turned out great. Yeah. But, so, I was I was on Wikipedia. Yeah. My HQ. <laughs> right. <laughs> Her and IMDb, I see you girls. Yeah. Um, holding us together. You got it. Sponsored by Gemini's. Yeah, um, okay. I'm not, Bloop. I'm not one, but I appreciate. But you, yeah, you appreciate the culture. Appreciating from outside the club. Um... But I had to go to Diana Gabaldon, and I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know um, how you say it. I had to go to her Wikipedia to confirm that she's Catholic, because the choice to make Claire Catholic in English was, like, so specific. A choice, yeah. That I'm like, you just wanted to sort of throw one out for the Catholics. Because the rest, I mean, the right. first season is all about the Jacobite right. uprising. Right, Um But anyway, here's what I learned about uh, Diana. Uh-huh. First of all... She was, like, an early software adapter and, like, uh, published a magazine with software reviews. And then she was... She studied marine biology. What a life, this woman. Right. But then ended up teaching, like, some computational science at ASU, which she did while she wrote the first two books. She she wrote this novel just to see if she could write a novel, is what she said. She thought, I'll try to write a novel... I think Have you read any of them? I haven't. But I've heard that the the show hews very closely to the Like is the writing good though? I, I would doubt it. But yeah. I don't I, mean, I, I, tend, I tend to doubt it. I tend to disagree. <laughs> I don't know though. Um so she anyway wrote this novel because she wanted to see if she could write a novel and she was like, Well, I guess I'll just do historical fiction. Okay. And she had heard she saw a Doctor Who episode about a Jacobite named Jamie. And then sort of framed that that way. Went to the library and learned, like, everything she could on, like, Culloden and all of that. Yeah. And then was like, oh, I want the narrator to be a woman, but she needs to be a little bit sassy. So in order for her to be sassy, she should probably be kind of modern. So that's how she added the time (laughs) travel aspect of the story. It was an afterthought to her. Whereas, like, if I were to describe Outlander to you, I'd be like, well, it's a time travel fantasy. Right. It's kind of crucial, actually, to sort of the whole deal. But there's no other fantastical elements to this. So, like, you could only call it fantasy on a technicality because they time travel. There's there's never going to be dragons or anything in this show. This is kooky, I feel. I feel it is very kooky. Wow. Okay. So is is could you get the sense that she's Catholic? Well, in this in the way that um like Stephanie Meyer was like I'm gonna write Bella as mm-hmm. if like it's like dream, wish May- fulfillment for her maybe yeah but I get the impression she was just not precious about this process at all damn and like very very early internet days just like posted an excerpt of it online someone connected her with the publisher and that's how it happened damn okay she lives in scottsdale arizona with her husband Mm -hmm. and whom she with whom she has three adult children 
Her son is also a famous fantasy writer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Outlander came out in 91? Yeah. Damn. This is nuts. It's got staying power. It's been keeping the girls hooked and horny for two decades. Wow. No joke. Three decades. I can't do math. I came out in 30 91. Years. You did indeed. Um, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. So first episode, they're they're in Inverness. It's about to be Samhain, mm-hmm. which is like where Halloween came from. And the innkeeper lady yeah. also is like a like tea read tea leaf reader and like palm reader and so she like the boys are catching up talking history because Mm -hmm. her husband is like about to be a history professor and he's like very this is like his ancestral homelands he's like hoping to find stuff about one of his ancestors in particular well no it's just that one of his ancestors patrolled the area oh okay yeah yeah Yeah. so he's like captain jack black whatever black Jack black jack randall and um so, yeah, she's in the kitchen with this lady, and the lady's, like, reading her palm, and she's like, you have two love lines, and they fork, instead of there being a break in either of them. Foreshadowing. Yes. And, um... So they go to the, see this this rite. Ritual kind of thing. Happen. Uh, uh, Which she was rightly like, I feel foolish watching these people. This is not for me to watch. Right. Um, they watch this, like, stone ceremony happen. Yeah. And then she goes back later? Yeah. I was not clear. I guess she was like, oh, my husband's gone for the day. Might as well just, like, walk back to this pretty place. And she, like, bends over to pick a flower. Mm-hmm. And the stone is, like, buzzing. Okay, this is where she... I- I'm built different. If I hear a stone, it wasn't even buzzing. It was, like, growling. Like, the, I would have left. I simply would have left. You wouldn't have touched the stone. I shouldn't have touched I wouldn't have even listened to the stone. I would have touched the stone. Oh, it was very creepy. My, my ass would have ended up right back there. Yeah. Right back in 1745. Well, good for you. Foolish. Foolish. Well, but I yes. mean, it works out well for her. She gets sucked through there. You learn later about the mechanics of that, but it takes your... If you're wearing a precious jewel, it takes it. Oh. So she loses the diamond on her ring. Oh. And by the way, it's so she's... It's like a frank- toll. Yeah. She's, okay. It's Frank and Claire Randall, but when she gets sucked back, she uses her maiden name, Beecham. Oh, because I thought she, she was... Mi- oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, okay. because she doesn't want to be associated with... So she gets... Because She goes Black back Jack. in time. Right. She sees what looks like her husband wearing a tricorn hat. Yeah. But it is, in fact... Also Tobias Menzies. In fact, Tobias Menzies. It is actually his ancestor, his forebear, mm-hmm. Captain Black Jack Randall, mm-hmm. who is one of the most despicable characters on television. Yep. Yep. Um... I mean, he almost R-words her right then and there. He he does some R-wording later. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, Diana Gabaldon is cute. Isn't she? Money. Come on, come on, money. Can you look up her net worth? Yo, I bet it's high. So anyway, she ends up going off with some Highlanders, um, including Jamie Fraser. Mm-hmm. And they go back to this castle where he's currently like a ward. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. You don't meet him in the first episode, but the master of the castle is quite a character. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. $110 million. Get it, girl. Not too shabby. Oh, she's Mexican-American. Yes. All right, Miss Diana. Her father was a state senator. Wow. In Arizona? Uh-huh. Interesting. But, yeah. I learned, if you want to watch, if you want to learn anything about the Jacobite uprising. Yeah. That first season. Yeah. Which, I did learn a little bit about that uprising when I was in that area, in the Highlands. Our, um, we had this tour guide that was, like, telling us, basically, like, it, it all started because there was, like, you weren't allowed to have a Catholic um, monarch of England. And they had a 
um, succession crisis. And so Bonnie Prince Charlie was like the closest mm-hmm. ancestor or close, closest relative, but he was Catholic. So they were well, like, absolutely not. His, his side of the family had like renowned or had went into hiding. And so they said they considered that him renouncing the throne. It like broke the contract between right. the noblesse oblige. Yeah. So, anyways, a mess, a massacre occurred. His supporters <laughs> were all his supporters were all uh, unalive, unalived, yeah. and then he did not become king. Go figure. Yeah, they make him seem like kind of a big dumb dummy in season two. He's a character. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd be very interested. to I see think this. that you would greatly enjoy the first two seasons of okay. the show, and then enough to carry you through the third and fourth, even when you're like, what is going on? Right. You'll probably keep going. Okay. But the first two are mostly Scotland and France. Okay. We love to see that. Yeah. It's when things, it's when they go to the Caribbean that it gets a little cheesy for me. Yeah. What? Because well, they, they change the song. It's just st- like steel drums. They add steel drums. Oh, no. <laughs> they no, absolutely no. do. And then they go to America after that and they add like <clears throat> fiddle. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that Katrina Balf and Sam Hewen are like the same age? I did. Oh, I had a fun fact too because they rare. kind of made those characters' birthdays somewhat line up with the actors. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But the character of Jamie has a May first birthday. Oh wow! The actors isn't April thirtieth, but I kind of wonder if that was intentional because like it starts on Sawan and then Beltane oh. is the opposite of oh, Sawan. Oh, interesting. It's May first. It's the fertility day. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very curious that. Yeah. So he's a Leo. She's a Libra. Beautiful combo. No. Sorry, not Leo. Taurus. Taurus. Taurus and, and Libra. She's a Libra, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful combo. Venusian. Venusian. Um, anyways, yeah. Very entertaining first episode. I would like to, you know, revisit the rest of the show. Uh, what did we say we were going to watch next <laughs> Definitely week? Definitely, I like the beat. Um, we mentioned it on this very program, I think. You're talking about the... Oh, the little the Nutcracker thing. We're going to watch that little Nutcracker movie. That'll think, I think it's called The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Let me see. Kira Knightley Nutcracker. Kira Knightley. Oh, we had to listen to that on the way to San Antonio, the as Jack's you Sparrow. imagine. Lonely Island, also, we keep them alive as well. Yes. The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Uh, ooh, 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Think that's a good sign? <laughs> <laughs> We haven't, uh, we haven't, like, trash-watched an episode yeah. or anything. It's, um, mm-hmm. oh, the ringer.com's headline is, Kira Knightley in the Nutcracker movie is a full-on acid trip. So. Hey! Let's do it. Okay. All right. Um, so next week, Nutcracker in the Four Realms. All right. Period. Period. Bye.